0: Hello, Ash. Hello, Taryn. Um, I have a fun fact for you. Of course you do. (laughs) Did you know bananas can't reproduce? Yes. You did know that? Yeah,
1: I read it on a Snapple thing, I'm pretty sure.
0: Snapple. Snapple. Snapple facts. Yes, if you didn't know, bananas are, in fact, a hybrid of two other plant species, and it has no seeds and has only been able to reproduce with the aid of farmers who transplant part of the plant stem in order to create a new one. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating. Yeah. I wonder what the other two, is it like a plantain? Oh, I else? don't know. Hmm. Hybrid of two other plant species. Like you would think plantain. Yeah. I was trying to find. I don't know what else it could, would be. Um, I would def, this is a very large article. So I'm going to say that. The word for,
1: plantain makes me want plantain chips. That
0: sounds
2: so Plantains good. Plantains are so, so Yum. yum. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot
0: When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time.
1: Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at HereYouAreAZ.com.
0: Is anyone else's friendship largely based, based on their food? love of food? Because... Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's mine and Ashley's. Mm-hmm. But um hello everyone. Welcome hello, to the everyone. pod.
1: Uh, everyone, uh, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Unsolicited Advice. Yes. That's Taryn. I'm Ashley. And uh we're a week away from October series. Oh, my heaven. The October series. The October very, series. Very very excited about it. Um so much to discuss and talk about, but before we even get into that, um I just wanted to take a moment to tell you guys that we are in need of your scary stories. We wouldn't mm-hmm. have the October series without you guys sending in your creepy, terrifying stories that you have lived <laughs> and yeah. have decided to share with us. <laughs>
0: Basically, we want you all to relive your
1: trauma. Exactly. For our uh, entertainment. But like, yeah, in the, in the best way. Um, so if you could just like sit down, type it out, Remember, as many details as possible, like all the specifics really make a good scary story. So include all of that. And then, of course, when you send it in at the top of the title, put in all caps, October series. So we know to separate it from the rest of our emails. Mm -hmm. Um, We are just so very excited.
0: I'm so excited. It's funny because like it always sneaks up on us. Mm -hmm. And even like me and Ash had like all these plans. We're like, oh, we're going to be so ahead this year. But already I'm like, dude, it's like coming. Yeah. It's yeah coming. I can't wait. It's I scary wait. how fast it's coming. Um, and we told them that we decided on an extra episode, right? Yes, a we bonus will be episode. doing an extra episode. A TBD
1: when we'll let you know. Of yeah. course, you guys will be the first to that we'll tell. Yeah. Um, but yeah, once we figure out when that comes out, we will let you guys know. So we will be doing a total of six episodes. No, so one, two, three, four. There's five Mondays this October. Wow. And I, I thought I said that last week, oh, I don't but know. we agreed to another one. So that'll be a total uh, of six. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm not mad at it.
0: I didn't know. Well, I guess. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: T. All right. Um, how are you doing, Ash? What's I'm doing? I'm doing good.
1: I'm doing real good. I am so very excited. I think I mentioned this in the last episode, but I am moving. Yes, you are. In two weeks. And uh, very excited about the move. So I've just been doing a lot of like that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, It's kind of perfect because I got I found out about it a few weeks ago. So I've had like a good like six. I have a total of like six weeks to like prepare and order things. Well, that's and, a good time. Yeah. yeah. Amount of time. And it's close. So, yeah, I could take my time moving in. No rush. And I'm just really excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of been the like primary focus. But um, I got my nails done today.
0: Yeah, you did. Let me see. I feel
1: like a pretty princess. Nice. And I got a matching pedicure, which means I feel like a queen now. Yeah. <laughs> One is princess, together. two is queen. Um and yeah, living my uh my best life, especially oh, it rained this weekend and it made my I know it sounds so silly for those of you that live in places where there's real weather, but out here in California, we don't no, get real weather. It's always very much the same, but as of lately it's been so freaking hot. Like an oven. So the rain was such a lovely and welcomed experience. I like blasted the AC, pretended it was actually freezing, baked cookies. Mm -hmm. It was nice. It was real
0: nice. Yeah. I feel like it finally made me feel like it was fall. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So Even I'm like super like excited Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> while it was
0: raining. Yeah. But when you're inside with yeah. the air on, it but feels like air cold blasting. and there's oh, rain had, on your I window. I
1: sweatpants on. I had fuzzy socks. I was doing the whole damn thing. And then I went to take the girls out and was like, Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> no, for sure. Uh, um, I am so excited for Halloween. Like I already have my Halloween nails pick picked out. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to like already start like, yeah. I'll, cause I yeah. have so many different designs I want to do. Might as well. Um, But, yeah, it's funny because me and Ash bonded right away about how, like, we started going to get our nails done together, like, pretty early in our friendship. Mm -hmm. Because we were like, oh, you're obsessive about always having your nails done? So am I. And we, like, bonded. But we could not have more opposite styles of our nails. Like, There was
1: an overlap when we first met, I think, because I hadn't really started growing my nails out yet. And there was a, like, dark, dark purple that I used to wear all the time yeah. that you did, too. Yeah. And that was that was just a brief, that was a brief thing. Yeah.
0: I've always, like, even when I was younger, I used to get in arguments with my parents because I always loved the dark colors. Like, I loved black nails, but I wasn't, like, goth or I wasn't trying to make a statement. But my yeah. dad was always like,
1: no, I don't like yeah. this. I remember but I
0: had, did you ever do, like, dark blue?
1: Yeah. I dark had blue, a dark, dark blue face. Mm-hmm. I think it was, like, all of fourth, fifth, and part of sixth grade. Yeah. Um, and I would paint them myself, and I it was like this like kind of mood-ringy dark blue yeah. that like I thought was the coolest thing. And I remember, I think it was a couple years ago, it kind of came back for a second. I forget what nail polish company sent it to me, and I started seeing girls having them, um, because it was during COVID and everyone had short nails and so was yeah. painting their nails. And I saw girls painting with that color, and I
0: was like, whoa, Retro. that makes me feel yeah. <laughs> some type of way. I know. I love, I love long nails and I can grow my nails long easy, but I have just been thriving with them being short and not having oh. to worry about typing, breaking, with short nails typing is also, I have like unreal. a baby niece now. And so like, yeah. it's just a it lot stabber. easier to not have to worry about that. Brother probably wouldn't appreciate that. Yeah. But other than that, um, Oh, I had a video go kind of viral. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So I had someone like ask me, oh, I posted a video reacting to watching Elvis because everyone's just talking about Austin Butler and Elvis. So I like posted a video like it was just like funny video of me being like, oh, crap, like I get it, you know? Yeah. But in the video, you can see my Lego shelves in the background. (laughs) Yeah. So someone commented and was like, oh, my gosh, can you show your Lego shelves? So I did a video where I was like, I would love to show you my like I my life basically consists of me just waiting for people to talk ask me about Lego so yeah. I can talk about it. So I did just like a really brief like here's my Lego shelf and like I went through the sets I have up there. Uh-huh. And then didn't even think about it. And I I posted it yesterday, like afternoon. Mm-hmm. And I looked at it today and it's almost at four hundred K. That's amazing. I know. I was well, like, "Well, the wait. Lego community is a strong community." I was like, wait, don't start gassing. Me. Like, I've been trying to break into the Lego community for how long now, and then now yes. all of a sudden everyone's interested. Yes, but, but
1: you. This is the first time I feel like you've actually shown a collection versus like a one. I piece. I always show
0: my stuff on your shelf. I will say too, like the comment section is nuts. So it's fun because I feel like I'm going to be able to keep making videos, just like answering all the questions yeah, yeah. and stuff. You're set yeah, for a I few was months. like, wow, I'm. Sort of famous. <sighs> so, I love that for you. Yeah, thank it's you. It's been time. Thank you.
1: It, the real That's ones awful. know.
0: They know. The they real know. ones
1: have known.
0: Um. Well, do you have a tearing it up for uh, us? Of course,
1: I have a tearing it up. Of course I, you do. This one um was also an option to read during our live show, and I. Dang, ended you up, had a whole like plethora. Oh man, I I probably spent three days. Like, yeah. Not you know a total of. 48, 72 hours, Um, but, like, over time, looking through, tearing it up, stories, funny stories, serious stories, relationship stories, trying to pinpoint, Mm -hmm. like, exactly what I wanted to read for the live show.
0: There was such a pressure on what we picked out because, like, you wanted it to be, obviously, like, a little bit of drama factor to, like, tie in the audience, but Mm -hmm. you also wanted it to be something, like, I think we both are kind of strategic in stories we pick because we Mm -hmm. usually are like, we want it to be something we can like talk about. Yeah. And then you also have to think about like a live audience. Like how, like will people respond to this? Like is it short enough? Is it entertaining enough? You don't want it to be too heavy.
1: Yeah, it was, it was a little, you don't want to have to pass around tissues, you know, but. Or do we? (laughs) (laughs) um, So I ended up not going with this one also. Um, Just ended up doing something different, but. This is a really funny, weird, interesting, dramatic story. Wherever you think it's going to go, you're wrong. Like, There's a different ending. Mm. And I'm really excited to finally share it with you guys because it's been in my folder for a while. Uh, This one is titled, The World's Best Pizza Delivery Boy. Hey, Taryn it up. Taryn and Ashley, hello. I hope you guys are doing amazing. I love this podcast and both of your YouTube channels. You guys are making a bigger impact than you'll ever know. Thank you. Thanks. So this turned it up is pretty unbelievable. And even though I'm not personally in the story, I can assure you that I saw the proof and it really did happen. Back in the summer of 2020, when COVID was in full swing, my parents were preparing for a small get together at their house to celebrate my dad's birthday. And my mom decided to order pizza for everyone for dinner. About 30 to 40 minutes go by and there's a knock on the door. My dad answered the door to see the delivery boy from his favorite local pizza shop holding several large pizzas. The boy hands my dad the pizzas and then says, would you like to pay with cash or card? The total was just over $50. My dad whips out his debit card and the boy swiped it using one of those square card readers that you plug into your phone, which we use during our live show. Um, Then just like that, he left. My mom was in the bathroom getting ready, so my dad calls out to her that the pizza's here. My mom comes into the kitchen, where my dad had set the pizzas down, and with a very confused look, points at the pizza boxes and asks, what are these? The pizzas, my dad replies, confused by the question, but I ordered from Domino's. These aren't our pizzas. My dad rushes out the door, hoping the delivery boy wasn't too far gone. Luckily, the boy had realized his mistake and was coming back up the driveway already. Those pizzas were meant for your neighbor, he exclaimed when he saw my dad. The boy apologized and assured my dad that a full refund would be posted back on his debit card. Not thinking much of it, my parents went on with their night and enjoyed their Domino's pizza and birthday celebration. Later that evening, my mom decided to check their bank account and, you know, just to make sure that the refund actually posted. Um,
0: like the delivery boy had assured them that it would. It's so, that's like a level of responsible responsibility that like i don't possess yes i don't ever uh, like check back to make sure like a refund came or like i feel like a there's a
1: certain level through. of money where i'm like I'll, I'll make myself check yeah but my mom is the type of person who it doesn't matter what it is it could be a three dollar difference yeah. she will check because it's a matter of what's mine and what's yes right and wrong but also that's a talent oh like, it's oh it's a gift it's like a that's gift. a very like yeah, wow, I got I'm ripped impressed. off from Valvoline the other day. <laughs> I think I talked about it on the podcast. Uh, and I still haven't, compl- I haven't done anything about it. And I should, because it's a good amount yeah. of money. But like, it's yeah. stupid, it's so stupid. This is like a different type of lazy that I have and it's so no, weird. No, I feel you, it's I'm there so too, weird. I'm there too. So she checks her bank account to see if it actually posted. But what she found was actually so much more interesting. She saw a charge from the pizza place for the original $50, but directly after it was a pending deposit from the pizza place for $50,000. Oh, sick. (laughs) Deposit. Sick. (laughs) Not charge. (laughs) Deposit. That's amazing. The delivery boy, the poor, poor delivery boy had accidentally put too many zeros when trying to issue their refund.
0: How does that even go through? I guess if you have a big business, but. I mean. Like sometimes I try to make a payment of like $700 and my bank will call me being like, is this you? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how he had
1: that type of power. I mean, I know Domino's is a big company, but like Max. No, it wasn't Domino's though. It was like. Remember the the other place? You're right. You're right.
0: But, I mean... So, who knows? A who knows? yeah, interesting.
1: Wow. The next morning, my dad called the pizza place and explained the whole situation. They gave my dad the direct cell phone number for the owner and told him to call the owner directly. After several attempts, my dad finally got a hold of the owner and told him what happened. The owner replied with, don't worry about it. The 50000 will just be pending in your account for a few days. Then it'll disappear. Tragically, a few days later, a very tragic situation happened at the pizza place... And it made my parents extremely uncomfortable. There's no way that these things are correlated, right? We aren't in any danger, right? My parents continued to check their account multiple times a day, hoping the transaction would simply disappear and they could stop stressing over it. Until a few days later, she writes in all caps, the $50,000 was officially deposited into their bank account and they both start freaking out what do we do now is this some kind of joke could we somehow have gotten in trouble for this we didn't mean to take this guy's money and how do we give it back my dad started calling and texting the owner with no reply a week goes by and still no response what do we do with this money if we can't get a hold of the rightful owner finally in the middle of the afternoon one day my mom was home all alone when there was a loud banging on the front door Because of the aggressively loud nature in which they knocked, my mom decided to peek out the bedroom window before answering the door, as she should. What she saw were several huge men standing there with frustrated looks on their faces. But then she saw the poor delivery boy standing not too far away with a look of despair. After a moment of contemplating, my mom decided to open the door. One of the big men speaks up and says, did you know $50,000 got deposited into your bank account from our restaurant? His voice, according to my mother, was deep and rough. (laughs) She replies, yes, my husband's been calling and texting you nonstop about it. The man's face and whole demeanor changed in that moment from angry to sad. He said with a traumatic event that happened at the restaurant, he didn't pay attention to his phone for weeks. In the end, my parents were able to give back the money to the poor owner. The delivery boy did not lose his job. And now we as a family have one of the craziest stories to ever tell at parties. I hope you guys enjoyed this story and that it was easy enough to follow. Oh, this is funny. She said this would make a very great tearing it up for your live show if you choose oh. <laughs> to read it, which I'm so sorry I did not. But isn't that wild? Dude,
0: that's a that's a straight up movie. That is a I straight have up movie. So many questions. I have,
1: I have so many questions. And was it correlated? Like what happened? That for sure is a mafia
0: run family. Oh, the pizza life. restaurant and the reason the guy didn't get fired cuz anyone else would have gotten fired for that is cuz he's like cousin vinny <laughs> yes. you know like
1: <laughs> but also like i don't understand how he had the power like there's there should have been some kind of authorization that had to happen first before that goes through like i get how it was pending mm-hmm.
0: but how did it go through i don't know i've never been a baller <laughs> <laughs> So I've never been, like,
1: transferring that amount of money. There has to be some kind of, you know, that's a huge amount of money to transfer over a Square app. So I'm like, there had to have been some kind of, like, alert that went through to the owners. Unless
0: it was, like, you know, a conspiracy. And, like, they were trying to get rid of the money so that, like, people couldn't see it. <gasps> Do you think they're and watching? Then, it? then they were, like, freaking out because they were like, well, we can't get it back now. Mm-hmm. They were
1: uh, in the money washing business like yes. Ozark.
0: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Drama. That's interesting. I kind of live for it though. That's very interesting and terrifying. Yeah. The, the poor kid, it wasn't his fault. I could have accidentally. No, he probably put in two got zeros. His, his bell rung I'm a couple sure. times. I'm sure just a couple times just
1: a couple times <laughs> wow. um, and since you know we're on the subject if you guys have any funny embarrassing stories please sit it in especially they could be October series related yeah um for this next coming month and <laughs> six episodes um so if you are sitting on a funny embarrassing story please submit it because I live for these they're my favorite
0: yeah oh, yeah October series style tearing it up would so be great oh my god so funny because like we, we had one just to so they're An example was there was like one like someone got, I don't remember the exact details because it's been a minute, but someone got like scared and it actually ended up being like a super innocent situation. So it's like stuff like that, like something like you thought you were going to die, but then you realize it was like nothing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Or even like costume, embarrassing costumes. Costume malfunctions.
0: Like when I was in sixth grade and I wanted to be a referee and- the number on it was 69.
1: <laughs> I um, I had no idea. <laughs> not even that long ago. This was probably like three, two years ago, three years ago. Um, me and my friend who also loves Halloween did one of those. It was a trend at the time. It was like the ghost sheet on TikTok trend, mm-hmm. you know, I, f- I can't sing the song right now because I can't think of it but um, it was like waking up October 1st and we like Taryn was there she filmed the whole thing and we like fall into the pool and we have these sheets on
0: and I literally waterboarded myself. No I'm, I was like two <laughs> seconds away from jumping in because I, I yeah. panicked.
1: I had and I was like I had thought about it because I was and, and because I have issues with <laughs> swimming um, I was plugging my nose underneath the sheet in like preparation of like oh it might take me a minute to get the sheet off you know I wanted to like Be prepared and not panic. But then I didn't even think about the waterboarding and only having one free arm to like <laughs> yeah
0: it was terrifying and it's like it's one of those things it was pretty fast because because if it was I like I said I was like seconds in from jumping in <laughs> yeah but also like it was fast enough to where I was, was like really oh okay fast. but for you it probably it felt, felt like any. eternity so and yeah. I'm not
1: good at holding my breath underwater and I have I get I don't know what it is but I have some kind of fear with like breathe like l- releasing air underwater like what's blowing bubbles through your nose really how are you supposed to do it yeah, yeah. i've never been able to that's why i that's have so a hard time swimming without plugging my yeah. nose um so uh yeah it was really it was really embarrassing but yeah no, the video great. turned out great the video is
0: great that's if y'all want to see it
1: i'll post it for just because just for funsies yeah <laughs> yeah
2: today's episode is brought to you by angie
1: Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.
0: Okay, let's get into the stories. I will go first. Um, Mine is titled, My Best Friend Chose to Stand by My Ex. (gasps) You know what? trash (laughs) (laughs) that's my unsolicited advice that there's nothing i definitely have had friendships that got damaged because of um the way that they were with my ex after we broke up Mm -hmm. there's something about when you are like in that raw of a state and I think for friends, like you just assume like they're always going to be there. Mm -hmm. And when they're not, like it ruins you. Yeah. Like it ruins you. Oof. Okay. Hi, Ashley and Taryn. I just wanted to first off say I have been loving your podcast. And yes, I am the type of person who listens to podcasts while at the gym. Anyways, here's my situation and would love to hear what you guys have to say. I'll never relate to you. I will not either, but that's great. Um, I have known my childhood best friends since we were in kindergarten. We met playing basketball, and all I can remember is us being inseparable, both on and off the court. Cute. We didn't live—I know, so cute. We didn't live close to each other, so we would only see each other on the weekends because that, because of basketball. Fast forward to college, we didn't really see each other that often because the basketball phase of our lives ended, but we still kept in touch here and there. Then came our senior year of college. We reconnected and started to hang out with each other more. I introduced her to my boyfriend at the time and our friend group. She mingled with everyone so well, and I was happy to see where things were going. My boyfriend then dumps me a couple of months later. Some backstory, we got together senior year of high school and went through almost all four years of college doing long distance. He dumped me when it was towards the end of our senior year in college because he got a job offer out of state and said he wanted to be single and not do the whole long distance relationship anymore. I would be livid. Like if I went four years... Of doing long distance and basically missing out on my college experience mm-hmm. for a guy. And then he decides to go somewhere else and then is like, eh, I'm over this. I'd be like, I didn't get the reward at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the reward is yeah. you come back yeah. and we have a relationship. And we have a real, re- like
1: you never even got to experience a real relationship because no. long distance was. Yes. Long distance is hard, too. Oh, I could never. All four years of college? Oof. No, I could never do it.
0: I have so much respect for people who can. I know myself, and I couldn't. Mm -hmm. Unless it was Harry Styles, and then, obviously. (laughs) Okay. From what I can remember, during that awful time, he said he felt like continuing our long-distance relationship would feel like a chore when he's at his new job. Mm -hmm. Anyways, the story isn't about that, (laughs) D-bag. Trash. Ashley loves how because I won't like I won't like cuss on anything as I'm sure anyone listening has noticed, but like I'll say like replacement words and she's always just like Taryn.
1: <laughs> but what's hilarious,
0: I'll is... I'll be like shiz.
1: Taryn <laughs> does cuss, so it's a um, it's watching her like just dis- remember <laughs> to not and then replace it. It's that in between. Yeah,
0: I mean I try I try not to because I feel like. I don't even remember the age where it started happening. I think it's like, you're around like the cool people and they cuss, you like try to, do you remember that that time in your life where you like- Middle school? <laughs> really? Yeah. No, I feel like it was like, closer to like senior year of college, like when I really? started. But it's funny because, yeah dude, I have always been so like innocent. <laughs>
1: with I accidentally things. said the F word. I didn't even know what it was. I think in like third grade, I got in huge, second grade, I got in huge trouble. And I became obsessed with it. (laughs) I would like whisper it with my friends
0: like whenever I could. You love the reaction to it. Well, I just remember like for me it felt so foreign and forced. So like I used to like practice how I would say certain phrases. Yeah. Because I'd be like, oh, I'm going to mess up and not sound cool. College. That blows my mind. But then like it gets like habitual and then I hate like sometimes I'm like, I should be able to think of more words than that. Like, that shouldn't be, like, the only way I can express frustration or anger or whatever. So then I always tell Ashley, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm going to try. But it's hard. It's like once, like... Since the day I met her, she has said,
1: starting now, I'm not going to cuss. I'm not
0: going to. (laughs) Well, and this, I'm not, like, a sailor, but, like, I just, it's like, it comes out. So, yeah, I always am, like, trying to sound more intelligent and more like classy you know anyways um, I'm intelligent and classy I didn't say you weren't mm-hmm. don't take that on to you <laughs> when I'm talking about myself Okay. a couple months later I'm on Instagram and I see he posted a picture of him and a girl mm-hmm. <sighs> it's the worst basically saying that he had a new girl my heart sank when I saw that picture until this day I can't get that feeling out of my head I clicked on her profile, and it turns out my childhood best friend was following her this entire time. I felt so betrayed and hurt when I saw them following each other on my screen. We then had an argument through text, and I basically told her I was hurt to see she didn't have my back throughout this breakup. She apologized and said she understood and cared about our friendship more than anything. Fast forward to a year later, and my childhood best friend is closer to my ex and our old friend group than ever before. And surprise, surprise, her and I don't talk anymore. I've I've been seeing them post all over social media about going to Vegas, parties and clubs. And I'm just wondering, am I a bad person for feeling this way? I brought up how I felt in the past already. And it hurts me to see she clearly doesn't care about what I said or how I felt about where she stands between my ex and I. This whole thing sucks because not only did I lose my boyfriend at the time, but I also lost a best friend. I would like to remain anonymous if this ever goes up on the pod. Please let me know what you guys think about this entire messy situation and give your girl some advice. Love you both. (sighs) Well, well, this is rough. I just unfortunately i feel like it's very
1: common oh it's so common because and here's why and one, one i think it's it's common period two i think you're at a stage in your life where people are also still trying to figure out like who they are what their vibe is what their group is like you know who their friends are what they believe in even career like it's such a transitional period so like you losing a friend like is normal around that time mm-hmm. it's the way yeah, it's the way it went down, yeah. you know. It's stupid. I have
0: a theory and I've talked about it before. I think that I think that the downfall of most relationships is people get so focused on what they think about their actions and what they're doing mm-hmm. and they don't really look past it to to be able to separate like okay, even though what I feel like I'm doing It's fine. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't feel like I'm doing anything wrong. I see that what I am doing is really affecting you. And if I care about you as a person and as a friend, I'm willing to change my actions because Mm -hmm. I don't want to do something that hurts you. Yeah. But what ends up happening is people are like, okay, just because you guys dated doesn't mean I can't still be his friends. It's not like I'm dating him. Right. It's not her fault that he started dating her. She's a cool girl and we're friends. And you ju- you get stuck in that loop of just justifying, like, well, what do you want me to do about it? It's not my fault. Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Instead of just being like, okay, whoa, I'm obviously hurting you a ton. Yeah. And instead of me sitting here and, like, defending myself, let me first acknowledge... I'm so sorry that I made you feel that way. And I'm mm-hmm. so sorry that you're hurting. Yeah, And making that person feel supported and that you care about them. Interesting. And, then, and then trying to have a conversation of like, okay, realistically, like, what do you want me to do? Like, yeah. I don't have any friends. And like, I do feel like I belong in this group. And whatever whatever it is, you know, obviously we don't know her side of it, but it shouldn't even matter. And And so many of like, relationships that have deteriorated for me, it boiled down to that. Just yeah. like a a power play of like, okay, well, I don't agree with you. Yeah. And it's like, okay, but I'm still sitting here telling you like I'm hurt, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I just really, it's, it's something that, I don't think our society feeds into that. They feed into, you do what you want and you do what feels right for you and like who cares about anyone else? And while that's powerful, I think it has lessened our ability to be empathetic you know for sure because in the end
1: you do got to take care of yourself you are the one who lives your life and you got to do what's best for you like you can't live your life based on what other people need but at the same time that doesn't mean you can't like stop and at least see them yeah and where they're at and what's going on with them you know and then see once you do that like even just asking what's one thing you could do to make it better yeah you know not completely altering your life for this person but like being like hey like I hear you I see what you're doing I see what you're experiencing what's something I can do to make it a little bit better that doesn't completely you know change your life trajectory but like is doable
0: yeah right for sure and I think too like I I feel like your best friend is someone who you've trusted with like every aspect of you, right? Like you're like for you, like, you should be able to. I, you, don't know I mean, if you that's should. What's yeah, happened? But. You should be able to. But like for you, I feel like I could say like, "Ew, why did you call her your best friend?" Like I'm your best friend, or I could like show those sides of me that you try to be super like cool about in normal life yeah you know what I mean like I would never at work be like why did you say she did a good job like and not me you know what I mean whereas like with you I could say that and like joke with you and like you're gonna be like shut up Taryn and like it's funny yeah so and then you also like you know like I'm talking to Ash specifically like you know (laughs) my insecurities you know like where I struggle in life you know um how deep my crushes are, even though on the outside, like I act like I'm super cool. Mm-hmm. So if a betrayal comes in those areas of something that I've like let you into, mm-hmm. it's going to feel so freaking deep because I'm like, you know how I feel like you were with me. Like I'm I'm thinking for her, she's like, you, you saw how traumatic that breakup was for me. Like you see how much like I'm still hurt over it. So mm-hmm. So how are you choosing to, like, just move on and be, like, the third wheel to him and his new girl when, like, you saw, like, how much this broke me? You know what I mean? It's, yeah. like, when you let people into, like, the mushy part of your circle, like, in your heart, it's really hard when they do something to, like, betray that trust. It's right. hard to recover from, you know?
1: Right. Which would lead me to ask if you, th- Anonymous, think that um she really thinks of you guys as best friends yeah. that's what that would be like the, the next like logical question to pop up in my head would would be for if this was me and i was in your shoes i'd sit down and be like okay am i the one who is setting the bar really high yeah do i think we're best friends and she doesn't or am i more into this than she is yeah um and Unfortunately, that happens all the time, and it's a total natural, normal thing, and if that is possibly the case, which is what I'm going to go ahead and guess is what's happening, um, then I would just, I would sit yourself down, I would dust your shoulders off, I'd pick yourself back up, and I would remind yourself that you are an amazing human being who is capable of beautiful friendships, and I would go and start living life in uh, a more focused way of finding friends, yeah. And then if she comes back along the way, and you know, becomes a little more um, honestly mature. Yeah, I don't want to say loyal, but yeah, like mature, yeah. yeah, yeah. If she can come around and have a, a mature conversation, mm-hmm. like Taryn is saying, then awesome. But if not, then goodbye. Yeah. It, it doesn't mean that you need to mourn your guys' a really beautiful like childhood because that yeah. honestly. I love that for you, and that's a beautiful uh, memory that I would never want to erase. Um, but, you know, friends, we've talked, we said this so many times on the podcast, friends are like seasons, they come and go, and mm-hmm. you say goodbye for a little bit, let her do her thing, you can go do your thing. If she comes back around, awesome, and then if not, you know, don't live your life waiting for her to yeah. come back and, and fix everything, because unfortunately... <laughs> humans suck
0: now <laughs> in that
1: area of life so I wouldn't bet on it
0: I think too like um I think it just shows that you clearly are not healed from the breakup yet yes um because I well, remember years. that's a long time dude, yeah I mean that was me and my ex and I remember, like, anybody I saw that was hanging out with him, I'd be like, you traitor. (laughs) Like, in my head, I wouldn't really, like, say it out loud. Yeah. But now, like, I see if people are like, oh, I saw, like, so-and-so the other day. I'm like, oh, cool. How is he? Because I, like, genuinely am over it and fine. And, like, I hope he's doing great, you know? So it's just – I think it just shows – you know, we talk about this all the time. Like when you have those negative feelings, like try to pinpoint and be like, what really is going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously, like you need space. And if she has chosen to attach herself to that thing that's causing you pain, then I think it just shows that in this journey or in this chapter of your life, she can't give you the things that you need. So mm-hmm. you need to seek other people to fill that gap. Yeah. And then if if down the line stuff happens and like Ash said, like she's able to come and be like, hey, like I'm sorry I hurt you. Like, you know, yeah. it was crazy times and and you're able to be like, ah, it's okay. Like I didn't, I guess like I shouldn't have asked that of you. I mean, I don't, again, not saying that, <laughs> but like if that's how you felt, like then, you know what I mean? You reconcile and you find a new rhythm to a friendship. Exactly. So. And I've, I know
1: I've said this on the podcast multiple times and I'll say it again. Um, I... I I fully believe that one person cannot make you 100% happy mm-hmm. and if you have a friend who you've poured everything into and you're wanting that back it's okay to have five friends mm-hmm. and one that you go to when you're sad and mm-hmm. one that you go to to go out and like throw your heels on and put on like eyeliner and lipstick and go like out and have a girls night and have a good time it's okay to have a friend that's a bookworm and yeah. you, all you do is read together i have friends that i strictly hike with like And it's just a thing. And I know, and it's okay because every friend like is feeding a part of you that you need fed. Mm -hmm. And so maybe this in a weird way, even though it sucks, is kind of a blessing in disguise because now you can go out and be like, okay, like what am I looking for? What does my soul need uh, filled in like right now? And I think if you go out intentionally looking for those things, I think you'll be surprised how quickly they'll pop up because you're actually looking now. Mm instead of trying to find one person to fill all those no, spaces for sure. for sure which means i'm actually really excited for you because i think you're going to walk come out of this with like not only more friends but you'll be happier with each one because they're filling up that one area that they're good at filling up you know
0: yeah and like it's so funny cuz everyone's always like we'll have people write in about friendships and they're like i'm just trying to find my ashley or i'm trying to find my terry yeah. and i'm always like you guys remember which we joke though, about like we were not friends growing up uh-uh. like as uh, far as like uh, compared to this girl <laughs> no I'm sa- but I'm saying like even like coming out of college like that's right around the time that we met each other like mm-hmm. in our like mid-20s like yeah early mid-20s so so sometimes like the space that you create from people, you know, I just had my best friend move to another state. Like, I was mm-hmm. trying to find myself. I had gone through a breakup, so I was, like, totally separate from, like, the life that I had, like, been investing in for years. Yeah. So, and then Ash, like, had just moved and was trying to find I friends. and new. And we both had these areas we were lagging, and then we, like, found each other and yeah. had, like, a beautiful friendship happen. And now so much of our lives are, like, entangled. Yeah. But... That that came from us both, like, going through stuff.
1: And full circle, I literally, when I moved, when I made that move, I literally, my number one, you can ask my mom, you can ask Alicia, my number one thing that I was looking for was, like, new intentional friendships. Mm-hmm. And that's what I got. Yeah. That's literally what yeah. I got. I My boyfriend, or my friend had a birthday party this weekend that Taryn was at. I brought my boyfriend. And... We're still like still meeting a lot of each other's friends that we haven't I haven't met a lot of his yet. He still hasn't met a lot of mine. And so he was like, so tell me about this group. And I was like, these are like literally some of my oldest friends. And it's weird because they're not my oldest friends, but it feels like they're my oldest friends. And there's a couple there um, that was kind of like the last two in the group that he hadn't met yet. And I was like, I remember when I moved, like I got I was so excited to become friends with her specifically because mm-hmm. she was one of the first people that I met yeah you know and I like that whole meeting her was such an intentional thing I remember being like I will be friends with them <laughs> <laughs> and like honestly because I stuck around and hung out with her that's how I met I met you yeah
0: because she was the one who told me who introduced us no literally I called her saying I need a drummer yeah. and she gave me your number so yeah. it's like crazy so I was
1: like yeah these are like I would I like to call them like my oldest friends I call I say it's from home all the time but like So it was it was fun like reminiscing on how intentional I was about like even meeting like Thomas and Ash and I was just like I will be friends with you because I needed friends at the time Mm -hmm. and I took it so seriously I went to every hang every barbecue I showed up at every event because I was like I need friends yeah and I'm so grateful I did that Um, and I think anonymous it sounds like you're in the exact same spot I'm so excited because you're gonna find them because they're there. Other yeah. people need friends too. You're not alone. so I guarantee I guarantee you they're looking for you also,
0: yeah. And it's just encouraging to know, like, okay, when I feel like, oh my gosh, everything's been taken from me or you feel like, oh, I have all these gaps in my life, instead of like focusing so much on that and like getting wrapped up and just being like, oh, this sucks. Like, I'm lonely, I'm this, I'm that, which is all, again, natural feelings mm-hmm. being like, Dang, I wonder what's coming. Yeah, You know what I mean? It's exciting. And then keeping your eye out for it and just being like, oh, like, she was cool. Like, I'm going to ask her to go, like, hang out for coffee or or whatever it is. And then you'll be surprised how much it starts to snowball. But it's not going to snowball until you get some space, take some time to heal, and then you start to, like, look forward. Yeah, and I think the last thing
1: I'll say about this is I think... I think all you need to do is get into a position where you're open and ready, so that when you do see mm-hmm. someone, it's kind of like dating. <laughs> it's, no, it really so when you do, it is. When, so- it when really someone is. shows up and they're making you smile and they sound like they're a good time and you feel like you would vibe and you could be possibly best friends. You won't even hesitate without being like, you want to get coffee sometime? Yeah. You won't even pause and be like, is this my best friend? Like, there's not going to be that kind of pressure because you'll already be in an open and ready state for that. So you'll just start talking and chatting and immediately you're going to be like, are we friends? Should we go to this thing together? Like, I guarantee you. It was me and Ash with my family at Red Robin. (laughs) Yeah. I was
0: like, hey, want to be friends? She was like, yeah.
1: But it's it's all a mindset. Yeah. You won't even second guess it. You're just going to be like, bro, let's. Let's hang out. Let's do this, yeah! And I'm so excited
0: for that. You got this, this. Next anonymous. Stage of your life. Yes.
1: So this is funny. <laughs> I feel like they're they're not the same, but I do feel like they're similar. And this kind of happened last week. Oh,
0: this always happens. But there. I
1: kind of like when it happens
0: because no, cool. whenever.
1: Again, you guys know we don't plan these things. Whenever it does happen, I'm like, oh, this must be like someone needed to hear yes. this. You know, that's how that I always take mm-hmm. it. So whoever you are. Yeah. This is this for, one's you. for you. All right. This one is titled when your stage of life no longer matches up with your friends. Woof. Anonymous. Okay. how do we go. Hey, ladies. First of all, I love your podcast and love starting off my week listening to the insightful advice that you have to offer. She puts in... All bold uh, letters. Please keep me anonymous. Got you.
0: Got <laughs> I, always, you.
1: I always assume because most people have said it whenever they like make it bold and like underlined and whatever. I'm like, you must have other friends that listen to the <laughs> podcast also. <laughs> or like you genuinely have not told anyone you're else. Like, this like is you're a like, secret, this yeah. is a big secret. <laughs> um, so moving on to her story. Here is my dilemma. I've always been someone with a small group of friends. I've never really been the type to make a ton of friends in school and usually kept my circle to around two or three friends at a time. Those were the relationships I'd pour into and was used to having around from year to year, seeing the same faces every single day. Towards the end of my post-secondary school, I got married. I quickly realized I was no longer able to relate to any of my friends or colleagues being the only one that was married. So, of course, after graduation, everyone got busy building their careers and making time to hang out became more of a task. We would talk infrequently and mostly just catch up on a few things every every few months whenever we would hang out. Or we would reply to a post on Instagram or a story reminding each other we still all care about each other every few weeks or so. A few years after that, I became a mom. And now, I was not only the married friend, but the one that had other bigger responsibilities. I no longer saw friends from work either, as I didn't get to stick around long enough to make lifelong friendships before having to become a stay-at-home mom. I find myself always being the one to reach out. When I feel like it's been a few months of little to no communication, I always reach out and ask how they're doing while trying to come up with a date to meet up although this tends to happen once a year. Although when we do meet up, everything's perfect. We have long conversations starting off where we left off and we do care about each other a lot. It's hard not feeling like I really don't have any friends. You know, the friends you reach out to every single day to tell them all the crazy mom things that happen in your life or seek advice from? It's been very challenging for me to make friends in this realm of life, especially with being a new mom during COVID. (laughs) I truly feel alone, and I always miss the days of having friends that I could share so much of my life with. I would love to not always be the one reaching out and forcing plans on them, which only makes me feel like a burden. I'd love to be able to have playdates, Or, you know, other moms there that I can reach out to. I'd love some advice on what you think I should do. I really want to make friends, but it seems like such a weird concept as an adult. Even when I take my little one to public places, i.e. the library, play centers, etc. Besides a few conversations with the moms, it really doesn't go beyond that. Nor do I see them ever again. I truly feel like my social life revolves solely around my baby, my husband, and my family. Any advice would be appreciated. Thanks, anonymous. Yeah, that was the perfect title mm-hmm. for that story. Yeah, like that didn't give anything away, but also like it encompassed like all yeah. of her feelings. Uh, so not like this matters, but like great title choice. Ash loves a good
0: title. I so. love it,
1: because t- I immediately was like intrigued. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that gave that gave me enough of a of a story to like immediately yeah. want to click it. Um, I have had so many friends that were in similar situations. I have obviously never been the one with the kids mm. or honestly in the relationship. I'm new to the relationship thing. Um, so I've always been like the single friend who was always like free and able to hang. Yeah, Like that's all, that's been my whole life. So I cannot relate to this in any way, but I have had multiple friends who were the first in the group and, um, who were the the people in like my life that uh, had babies first, got married first. And it is such a task. Yeah. Like, I think it's something that people don't really talk about, especially because I think as a society, we kind of are like, Oh, well you're women. You're a woman. This is like,
0: this is what you do. You're
1: supposed to focus on your child. Yep. You're supposed to like quit your career, not hang out, not have a social life and focus on your kid.
0: Well, and some people absolutely thrive at it for sure. So when you're not, a woman who, like, I already know I'm going to annoy everyone when I have a child because I will be, like, literal Cinderella just, like, teaching my child everything they need to know and, like, their lunches her, her are, Lego like. Lego page will become their child's
1: page. No, literally. like, I mean, I feel like even your nephew's already on your Instagram oh, a yeah, lot. That, and and that's, that's not even your
0: kid. It, but, like, that's the thing to understand is, like, not only have I always wanted to be a mom, but that's my specialty. Like yes. I that's what I do for a living like child development there are women
1: that are gifted
0: yes and at it but then what happens is you are another mom who like you love your kid but you're like I hate being a mom sometimes because I miss going out I miss Mm -hmm. doing all these things and you feel super judged by everyone you feel like you have to like promote this like oh I'm a mom look what my child did and they're so well put together and you start to like lose who you are. Cause you're trying to just like fit into like what you think society wants. And yeah. so many women feel that way. And no one knows what society
1: wants. Yeah. I, on the other side, I, I've talked about this with Taryn. I've talked about this with you guys. I'm so scared to have kids. Yeah. I, I love <laughs> my life and I love my independence and I love, I I just love my lifestyle. And I, I am, I cannot wait to be a mom one day. I'm going to learn. <laughs> How to be good at it <laughs> how to be but like it's it. gonna be hard yep. and i'm not embarrassed to say like i'm gonna have to ask a lot of people for help because i don't know what i'm doing and i'm worried that i'll hate it yeah. <laughs> so yeah but like i i think it's good that we talk about it and like it's understood that no mom is lesser than the other. No. no mom loves their kid less. No mom is worse than the other. No. Um, everyone's trying their best. Yes, yeah. yes. But, but
0: I think that pressure is like an unspoken thing. So even yes. though no one would straight up tell you to your face, like, you don't yes. want to be a mom, like, uh, yeah. you think everyone's thinking yes, that. Yes, because
1: I'm projecting a fear that I have within myself yep. onto other people and i think it's fascinating that you say that because i think that's what you're doing with your friends mm-hmm. i guarantee you let's pre- let's let's just like paint a picture let's pretend taryn gives birth to a baby tomorrow and oh, is like <laughs> is like feeling like she needs girl time if she straight up told me hey I'm I'm about to throw this kid out the window. Like, I need a break. Like, can we please have a wine night? Can we please at least like go get coffee or do something? I would be like, absolutely. Especially because I'm free and available. Yeah. So I think you thinking that, you know, they're busy and and leaving you out, yeah, they have jobs and a career, but like you're the bit you're the busy one. So like I I think you're putting all of these ideas in your head and then projecting them again, this is just me assuming, projecting them onto your friends. And all of that mess is holding you back from simply being like, can I please have a girl's night? Because that's one of the most relatable comments I've ever heard.
0: (laughs) Well, and what she said is like when she does say that they do and it's great. Yeah. So, so I wouldn't be surprised. I think that like, especially if you're the first one that's a mom and got married, probably like sometimes, and I know I'm guilty of this with my friends that like got married young and had kids, like. I did. I didn't stop reaching out because I stopped caring, but I just assumed that they were like busy. Yeah, and they had kids and they couldn't. Like, if I was like, "Oh, I want to like go out to like a club tonight," uh-huh. I'd be like, "Oh, they probably can't go." It was stuff like that. And you it's know? not
1: intentional leaving out. It's just the assuming factor, which is funny because I had something similar happen. A friend of mine just celebrated her second anniversary with her husband, and I talked to her probably like f- six months after she had gotten married. And she was telling me how lonely she was. Yeah. She hadn't felt like she'd had she felt like she lost all her girlfriends. And I was like, well, they're probably just giving you space. You're newlyweds. Yeah. You know, like setting up your house and stuff. She was like, yeah, space for like two months would have been or two weeks would have been great, not six months. And I was like, then you need to politely
0: remind them. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I think a conversation needs to be had of saying, hey, I'm just going to be super real. Yeah. I get we are in different lives. Yeah. And there's but, you have to recognize yeah. that. It's important to recognize and that. And there will there be times where you're like, hey, like we're all going to like this bar, you should come, and I have to say I can't tonight. Yeah. Yes. But however, like don't just assume that. Like yeah. my my sister-in-law is she's such a good mom, but she also is very much still like she doesn't stop her life either. Like mm-hmm. she's always like, oh, my God, let's go get coffee. Let's go do this. And and she's been a good example for me, too, because I have seen other friends that are much more like their life stops when they have kids. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of women, again, there's no judgment on either way of doing it. But I definitely feel like I relate more to how my sister in law is because yeah, I feel I like a husband and kids are like a beautiful addition but I still want to have like a life and yeah. have friendships and have nights where like I go out and like pump and dump so I can have a girl's night with yeah, my friends. You exactly. know? So I think it's just finding that rhythm and like when my married friends come over, they're just like, they want to be dumb with me because they're like, I'm so sick of being like, yeah, like serious, charge, and serious. And I'm so tired of watching like Paw Patrol. Like, tell me, <laughs> tell me what it's like out there. Like, yeah. and we have so much fun. But I think um, this literally happened the other day where one of my friends was like, I miss you. Yeah. And I was like, shoot, I don't reach out anymore. And yeah. it's not because I don't want to. But right she has four children yeah. so I just assume like she's busy and and that's on me but now that she's called it out it's I'm aware of it yeah. you know
1: yeah, yeah yeah it's not your fault it's not her fault it's life gets in the way as we all know and this is so normal I, yeah. I feel like I've been saying this a lot on the podcast like what you are experiencing anonymous is so normal Yeah, and it and I wouldn't get mad at yourself for being in this situation. I wouldn't get mad at them for them not reaching out either. I think this is a very normal thing that all you have to do is shed light on it. Yeah. And just be like, hey, I'm still alive. Can we please at least like bring back the group chat? Yeah. Like sometimes just having the conversation and the text thread is enough to make you feel included. And then I agree with Taryn. If you want to at least be invited... Just be like, hey, I'm not dead just because I'm married and have a kid. Would love to come out. Just I might not make it out every single time, but like, yeah. Still reach out, please. And I guarantee you they're gonna be like, got you.
0: Yeah. And after after you do that, if they still don't make an effort and it continues to affect you like this, then I think you do need to pursue finding people who I mean, at that point, it's not even a like you're a mom and they're not like, that's just being like a crappy friend. Yeah. So I would definitely find people to like reach into. I mean, there's tons of mommy groups. There's tons of like things you can get involved with that, mm-hmm. you know, like one of my friends moved and she went hard on like going to all the mommy groups, going to all the like city events. Cause she was really trying to find women that she can relate with. Mm-hmm. And even even her, like she's had a really rough time because you go into those mommy groups and everyone is judging everyone. I was just gonna say, and I've all heard... they want to talk about is what's organic and what's the right snack. And oh, you still do that, and yeah. oh, he's still in diapers. Like, yeah, and and mom, like mom groups can Oof. be brutal. Yeah, because
1: it's all like whispered and stab you in the yes. back kind of stuff. Little nonchalant, like mm-hmm. digs. Um, I have a friend who just recently had a baby, and she was posting, she's very organic, she was posting a lot of stuff online, has her kid, continues to post as she always does, the amount of like moms that were responding, being like, oh clearly you don't, you're new, like you don't know what you're doing, like here's here's what you should do instead, and blah blah blah. She it's stopped ridiculous. posting, because she was yeah. like, no thanks. Yeah, and, and, you, and I business. told her, I was like, that's none of your business, so definitely I agree, if your friends don't come around, they suck, and it's time to find new friends, but Be a whole, Mm -hmm. secure, strong person, know your worth, and know that you're a good mother before you enter into...
0: The, the mother
1: world, the sharks. Because yeah. i heard that they
0: are rough. But you'll find someone who's the same as you. And I always exactly. tell my friend, I'm like, you just need to go into these groups and and have normal conversations. Mm-hmm. So like when they're like, so what does your kid like to do for small motor skills? You can be like, I'm like kid, what? Wine oh, I are you don't drinking know, later? but like you know what? Like I've been really into like I just Legos. started the show. <laughs> yeah, I They're like, oh, <laughs> um, I just started the show. Have you seen it? It's so good. Like mm-hmm. what kind of TV? Like. Remi- like, start to talk about yourself in a genuine way and like who yeah. you are as a person. And, and I think you'll find moms that are like, oh, cool. Like, she's real. Yeah. And I don't think you
1: need to have this this big, like, oh, I don't want to talk about my kids. I want to talk about yeah. you. I, it could just be funny about it. Just be like, can we just <laughs> have adult conversations for a second? Yeah. I'm, I need a break. I need yeah. a break from the kids stuff. And I get they'll relate to that. No, for sure.
0: It's funny, like, being the, like, I obviously, I do well with. Um, you know, my best friend Nicole in Kentucky, she, I'll go and she's always like, I love when you visit because you are a kid's person, so I oh don't God, have yeah. to feel, she's like, all will have friends come and I can see them just like, oh my God, because like her kids are screaming <laughs> yeah. or like one of them fell, whereas I'm like, what needs to happen? Okay, activities, let's do this, you yeah. know? But even like, there's been times where like I'll go to like a shower or like a whatever, and there's like one in particular I can think of where the entire group was sharing their like breastfeeding experiences and I was just sitting there like, I have nothing to contribute. No And here. after like the fifth retelling of like someone's experience, I was yeah. just like, I know I'll need this information one day, but like I'm so bored and like, is anyone gonna pass me the biscuits? Because <laughs> like, I was just like so hungry and yeah. I was like, why is no one and eating? Bored, and why are we so you're snacking, yeah. yeah. But there's nothing wrong with that. No. Because that's not the area of life I'm in right now. But And you should like, that
1: you have no need for that information so you shouldn't feel bad for not being interested in the conversation either because again like your perfect title two different stages of life and like when you get there, you can call them. And be like, "Hey, remember that one time
0: when I was bored out of my mind and you were yeah. talking about breastfeeding? Can you like retell yeah. me that story?" The you child know? is eating my my nip off. I need help. Yeah, help me. No, I think yeah, I think everyone needs to be gentle with each other. Everyone needs to be very clear about like what they need, and then um, I think too, like when you're in like a single place. Your mentality is very fast moving. It's very last minute. It's very selfish a lot of times. Because you can be. So I think like I get that you don't want to keep reaching out. But when you reach out and when you hang out, mm-hmm. if it sounds like the, the times that you do, the hangouts are very genuine and very intentional. Yeah. So I feel like part of it. Yes, you should be expecting that they're giving effort too. But if that's the cost for it, like you being the one that reaches out and then you have like great times with them, um, I wouldn't shy away from being like, oh, I don't want to be the one reaching out again. Like yeah. if you want to see them, do it because you want to. And yeah. and hopefully like it'll start to pick up and there'll be like reciprocation. But. Yeah, and I think it's, it's good. Last thing I'm going to say,
1: sorry. Um, I think it's good to also go into this not expecting anything in return, if this is something that you're needing, then like do it Um, because like Taryn said, because you want to and because this is something that you are needing. And if they continue to like disregard and not show up for you, then I think that's a good way to kind of be like, okay, like maybe I'll ask around other people or do it less often. Mm -hmm. Um, But also if it's something that you need, like plan the next three at one time you know, and get it in the calendar so that you're good to go and then you don't have to worry about it for a while. You know, there's there's different ways to look at it
0: and try different approaches like some if your friends are like the type that are all over the place. If you have a night where you're like, oh, like my husband's home, like he said he could take care of the kids, just text him and be like, hey, what are you doing? Let's go grab a drink. Yeah. Like people who are like young and single and in that very like fast paced vibe would probably do better with that than you being like, Hey, next October, if you have this date for you. So try different approaches and find what works best with like your friend group. Yeah. Like me and Ash went, like when we were younger, it was like, what are you doing? I'm coming over Yeah. now. It's like, um, next month on the 14th, like, are you free? Yeah. But we've shifted because we've had to. So that's life. Yeah. And again,
1: that's normal. What Taryn and I are experiencing are normal, and what you're experiencing with yeah. your friends is so normal. Mm-hmm. And I think we all just need to start communicating. Communicate. There it is. Yep. There it is. Thank you so much, Anonymous, See, for sharing. Yeah. You are not alone. You're you going to be an this. amazing mother, and you are capable of uh, being both a mother and uh, and a girly pop at the same time. Girly pop. <laughs> <laughs> I just like close my laptop.
2: So In like this like final yeah. Like I've way. said what I said, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like
1: mic drop way, and I've never done that before on this podcast. It felt weird, but right, yeah. <laughs> At the same that. time, you
0: have never done that.
1: Uh uh-uh. uh I don't know why I did it. I loved it. It felt right.
0: Yeah. Um. Okay. So let's end with a dad joke. You brought my book back. I did. Oh. Cause you were sad. Cause it's a good book. It's a very it's good, a good book. book. It's see see how this one. It's like one joke yeah. per page. Oh, I just showed you it. did you I read, didn't read it. it. Okay, tight. I was too fast. Um. Also, I've started saying tight and sick again. Sick. Sick. <laughs> tight. So tight. <laughs> I hate it. Me, me, like just like how I was saying, I've like, had to practice cussing, same thing with that. When people started saying dope, I'd be like, in the mirror, I'd be like, that's so dope. <laughs> dope, dope, that's, that's dope. A, that's dope. That's so, so dope. dope, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what did DJ Allergies say to the nose? What did DJ Allergy say to the nose? I'm going it. Wicky Wicky, drop it like it's not.
2: <laughs> oh, I...
0: had to not added a good the wiki wiki. Oh, well, there's my bookmark. <laughs>
1: guys if you made it to the dad joke thank you so much for bearing through another whole episode with us uh we love you guys thank you um so much for all the support again reminder october series is coming Mm -hmm. this is a pivotal point uh if we want to have six episodes we need you to send in some really good stories so this is your time 12 (laughs) yeah this is your time to show up
0: show up and show out also get ready for merch yeah merch is uh, upon us it's either out or it's coming so
1: go check our Instagram yes follow (laughs) us on Instagram for all the details and all the information we love you guys so much and we'll talk to you in the next episode which will be coming soon love you bye love you bye